Hey guys, this is Mike, and uh, this week Andy and I sit down and we are talking about the relationship between addiction and fitness. Check it out. personally don't believe that you can remove anything from your life without replacing that void with something else. All right. You sound like you've got something on your mind. I think that fitness is such a great substitute for any kind of negative thing that you're trying to remove from your life. Any addiction, Mm. any bad habit, any, you know, you name it. I don't think that you can just quit something cold turkey, you know, because you've given so much focus and energy towards it that you'll be left with just a gap. Mm. And I feel like fitness can fill that gap for so many people. I know it has for me in my own life throughout the years. And I've heard, you know, countless stories of people who had addictions and then found fitness and that became their thing. And they were able to channel that energy Mm. into fitness, into something that is bettering themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also like just personally, like being very ADD, I feel like, Anytime I do anything, I am all in. And that can be a very unhealthy thing in some areas of life, but it can also be your greatest asset when Mm. you channel it and put it in the right area. So like with fitness, I'm all in. Like if I'm going to do a workout, I'm going to give it my 100%. If I'm going to start a diet, I'm going to give it my 100%. You name it. Uh, The downside to that kind of personality is if I open a box of Oreos, I'm going to eat the box of Oreos. <laughs> so I think that it's it's learning to channel that. Sure, sure. Does that make sense? So you're talking about turning uh, a negative into a positive here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think that fitness um, is a channel for mm-hmm. people to kind of tune into and put their energy towards something that is improving them. Mm-hmm. Like if you say, for instance, you were a drug addict, we're just going to throw a random sure. scenario out. You're a drug addict. Every day your mind is consumed by getting high. That is your your primary focus, right? Mm-hmm. So you can still be, we'll say you're functioning, you're doing other things as well, but at the end of the day, that's where your mental capacity is allocated towards. That's sure. You, that is your ultimate goal for the day. Whenever you go through rehab, do whatever, whenever you're trying to fix that addiction, cure it. You, I don't think you can just take it out and mm-hmm. not and just hang out, right? Right, right. I don't think that you can just sit idle. You're either in drive or you're in reverse. You're either headed in the right direction or you're headed uh, in the wrong direction. There is no neutral, in my opinion, and in my personal experiences. So what I believe fitness does for so many people is it gives them that outlet Mm -hmm. to still channel that same energy, that same, you know, you can keep it in the forefront of your mind. You're still doing your job every day. You're doing... Family, everything, but you're thinking about fitness. And oftentimes, I've met many recovering addicts from multiple things, not just drugs, that have used fitness as that outlet. Mm-hmm. And they are oftentimes the most intense fitness people that you ever run across. Right, right. Yeah, I've actually, I mean, I've heard something similar before about that void, that gap, that you're going, you've already been devoting this time and energy towards these things. That doesn't just go away. Like, yeah. That, that has to, it's been a part of your life. Right. Otherwise it wouldn't be an addiction. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so it's a very personal thing that 
to, to put it not as big of an extreme as addiction, but th- that's why habits are so important. Yeah. I mean, I mean it's, well, it, even it, if you break down a habit at yeah. some point, there's an addictive nature to it. Right. Even if right. it's watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay. You might binge watch Netflix every night, right? Three to four hours, whatever. Sometimes more, you, you know, each case is different. There is an addictive nature to that mm-hmm. because you are either escaping something through Netflix or the show releases dopamine because it's an, uh, an action-packed show, whatever it may be. There is some sort of addictive nature there. And when you deploy that to something like fitness, see, the cool thing about fitness is that you get a, an endorphin release from working out. So mm-hmm. your body, you physically feel your hormone levels changing as a result, as a byproduct of the workout. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's always a great parallel because it's, it's a different, it's it, a high. Yeah, absolutely. High. Like you tell people all the time. Now I've never gotten the runner's high that people talk about. Yeah. I've tried. I think that I've never just ran long enough <laughs> just because I'm not a runner, but post-workout, yeah. man, like it's euphoric. Mm-hmm. And I think that that fills that void in so many people's lives that they're, when they're overcoming something, sure. because you're getting like you can feel the immediate reward of what you just did right right. now granted the long-term rewards of it are a little more difficult to see Mm -hmm. uh, on a daily basis but that's another thing as you start to see results talk about addiction like that's the addictive nature you start to see a little difference in the mirror you start to see the scale move people in public start to ask you you know what you're Mm -hmm. doing and everything that just fuels the fire so I think that uh, I think fitness is in, can be an addiction as well, sure. And I think that you can totally go off the deep end with it. So I'm not saying that there's nothing such as being too addicted to fitness because there absolutely is. Right. When you're not recovering and well, it's like any not enjoying your life. It's like any anything. I mean, right. Food isn't bad, but you know, how are you using that thing? Absolutely, it's a necessity. Exactly. Just like I believe fitness is a necessity for longevity, but in excess. Exactly. You so can, you can move the needle in the wrong direction. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Do you have any examples of this? Any real world examples of this? Yeah, I actually do. So um, I have a friend mm-hmm. from California. Her name's Jamie. Okay. We'll leave the last name off. Mm-hmm. She um, was formerly a drug addict. Okay. All right. So we met at an uh, at F45 headquarters, actually, and did a week of training together. Okay. And the entire week... It was just, she was leaps and bounds above anyone in the room, myself included. I mean, probably the best, not probably, she was the best, is the best fitness coach that I've ever crossed paths with in my entire career. And um, just so much energy, so much passion, so much care for others, like genuine. You can, you know, you can look into someone's eyes and tell if they're genuinely sure. caring for the members of a workout or if they're collecting a this paycheck a job, yeah. or if they're trying to just flex their knowledge, you know, genuine care and uh, just unmatched energy. And at the end of the week, someone asked her like, Jamie, like, how are you so just like awesome basically? Yeah. And she shared her testimony with everybody that was there about how she came from an addictive background and through rehab and everything found fitness mm-hmm. and how that scratched that itch for her and how it was literally she just could not get enough of it. Mm. And so she truly had a hunger to learn to be the best coach that she could be and to spread that to so many people that it just 
shine so brightly. Everyone could see it. She could walk in a room as a coach and everyone knew like, all right, this chick has a different energy about her. Right, right. That's incredible. That's really incredible. But yeah, so we always talk about coaching like Jamie. Coaching like Jamie. Um, that's really cool. That is really cool. Um, so it, it, as far as words of encouragement um, to people, maybe maybe we have listeners out there who um, have either – uh, they're currently going through some sort of an addiction or um, they have in the past or they know someone. Um, what encouragement would you give to people? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, you know, if you're going through it, mm-hmm. try try adding fitness in there. Try splitting your time between that and, and the fitness. Um, if you're recovering and you feel like there's an empty part of you, try to plug fitness into that empty hole because it is it's such an easy comparable. Like, Oftentimes with, you know, if it's an addiction that you do in privacy, that's like a secret that's hidden from the outside world, you know, fitness can be your thing that can also be private. Like you can do fitness in private if you want, but you can also find community because you're going to feel a sense of loneliness, Mm -hmm. you know, same thing if it's something that you used to do with others and you felt like there was camaraderie around whatever the addictive thing is. Well, you have the same thing in fitness. Sure. You know, you have other people that are doing fitness with you that are sweating alongside you and you get that sense of community. So Mm -hmm. try to plug it in. And if you have a friend, a loved one, someone who is going through it or who has gone through it, man, just bring them into the fitness scene with you and watch how it transforms them. Mm -hmm. Be their accountability partner in that because I don't believe that anybody can just quit something. Right, right. I know that I, I, I can't quit something without filling that gap with something else or focusing on something else. What I like about what you just said. So, I mean, the 12 step program, other addiction recovery programs, um, oftentimes there's that community. There's that support group. Sometimes it's, it's somebody who has gone through recovery long before, um, you ever met right years, years and years. Um, and it's having that accountability partner. It's having that community, which just, I mean, we've talked about accountability on this show and, um, and not even, not even accountability so much as just support. Yeah. Like, it's this is such a sense It's truly thing. having a family mm-hmm. around you in the gym. I, uh, I have a good friend, Paul, who went through AA yep. and found fitness throughout the process. And man, that was his number one contributor to success was like, dude, this, this group of individuals held me accountable mm-hmm. and motivated me to where I didn't even want to think about going back to that lifestyle. I mean, it was even to the point where we would celebrate certain months of sobriety. We would create a, a workout for him. Mm. So it's a really cool experience to be a part of. And it's something that, you know, I'm always looking for because I understand, like, I've had people who have struggled with addiction in my life. Mm-hmm. I've struggled with addiction in certain areas. I've used fitness to fix that. And I've seen fitness fix so many other individuals that have that gap. So I just always, you know, like to think of our gym as we got an open door policy, like, come on in, bring all, bring all your mess with you. We'll fix it. We'll work on it. Right. Right. And you know, you're, once you're in recovery, you're always in recovery. Yeah, absolutely. So just stick with it. Um, find that community and, um, don't be afraid to ask others for help. Absolutely. Let's leave it at that. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into the Team Train Life Change podcast. Look, 
We thrive off of your feedback. If you love the show, let us know. If you didn't love the show, let us know how we could do a better job. And most importantly, make sure that you are subscribed to the show. We're on iTunes for all Apple users, and we're on Simplecast for any other device. It is also very important that you leave us a review on our show that actually has words in the description because those are the only ones that count. Thanks.